Welcome to the most nutritious hour of business talk all week. This is Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. Your host and moderator is Bonnie D. Graham. You'll hear from the innovators who have learned to use game-changing technologies to shake up the status quo and help move today's businesses in new directions. Now, here's Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome, 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 welcome. And I'm adding a fifth welcome because it's March 20th, 2019, and somebody told me it's the first day of spring. So let's spring into spring together. Welcome to Coffee Break with Game Changers. If you're keeping count, this is episode number three. 362. And if you know my code at the beginning, I said welcome four times. That means we have four experts, four panelists today. So let's see what we're talking about. And by the way, if you want to run with the game changers, you already know you're in the right place because this is where the best run and we're going to prove it to you in the next hour. So I found a buzz quote, the opening quote, what the buzz on the street is from adweek.com, interestingly enough, from a writer at Audio Draft. His name is Miko Matika and he says he's a content producer by day and a drummer by night. That's why I like the quote and I like him because I'm a drummer by night as well. Here's the quote, sound is an integral part of an experience that is often overlooked by brands as music streaming, podcasts, audiobooks, smart speakers, connected cars, and voice assistants have caught the public's attention. The amount of audio-friendly content space is multiplying by the minute. To plant a seed in this growing ecosystem, brands need a comprehensive strategy for navigating the flourishing mediums that rely on sound, music and voice. So thank you to Miko Matika for that great quote. So what are we talking about today? In the midst of our current digital renaissance, and that's what's happening, breakthrough technologies, we've heard about them. They're not new anymore. They're coming into their maturity, IoT, machine learning, predictive. These are maturing and converging, but one thing is emerging from Old school. I got that concept from one of our panelists today, Ginger Shimp, who put this panel together for me. She says, an old school yet cutting edge marketing tactic is resurging and it's audio. It's sound. Can you hear me now? That's what we're talking about. So from podcast to audio white papers, from apps to smart speakers, from instructional audio to promotional, the world of sound has so many things that make it right for right now. It's immediate. It's portable. Take it with you. It's affordable, not expensive, quick to produce. It's customizable to your audience, and it's ready to go wherever you are. So welcome, 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 welcome. We have invited back the four panelists who are on part one of this topic back on February 6th, just about five weeks ago. And the title of this episode is here, H-E-A-R, and now Audio Content in Digital Marketing Part 2. So happy to have my panel back. Let me tell you who they are briefly, and then we'll get started. First up, we're welcoming back Pam Didner, D-I-D-N-E-R, if you want to look her up, B2B Marketing Consultant and Author. Welcome back, Pam. Joining her is Kenneth Kinney. Thank you. Vice President of Marketing and Digital Strategy with the AI Media Group, and we'll catch up with Kenneth and see what he's been up to. Third on the panel, I mentioned her already. She put this together for us, Ginger Shimp, Senior Marketing Director, award-winning, I should say, at SAP, and rounding out the panel is her colleague marketing at SAP, Jeff Januszewski. So thank you for the four of you for joining me again. Pam has sent us a new quote for today's show, not the same one from, from Part 1, and the quote is from Alfred Brendel. I had no idea who he was. He's still with us, born in 1931, B-R-E-N-D-E-L, or Brendel, you might say, an Austrian pianist, poet, and author known for his performances of Mozart, Schubert, Schoenberg, and especially 
Beethoven, and his final concert in New York was at Carnegie Hall in February 2008. If you're a fan, oh, by the way, funny story, his daughter Doris, by his first marriage, is a progressive rock and pop rock musician. I thought that was interesting. So here's the quote. Listen up. You're going to love this. The word listen, L-I-S-T-E-N, contains the same letters as the word silent. Pam, that's a brilliant quote. Was he the first one to think of that? Welcome, Pam. Thank you. I think uh, Alfred was the first one to actually think about it in terms of mix that uh, the word listen and then come up with another word, which is silent. I thought that was a nice quote as well. And it actually makes me think about podcasting. And uh, just like you said, it's actually a free and also a very portable medium that people can take with them anywhere and anytime. And nowadays, obviously, the cell uh, technology is accelerating uh, big time, and everybody is actually on the go. And uh, learning something, consuming something is kind of the way we are. And uh, in order to learn something, and a lot of time you need to be silent and pay attention. And uh, the podcast actually provides you that opportunities. And turning on a podcast episode allows us to be silent and listen at the same time, especially if we are commuting or uh, doing, say, a very mundane task. It's kind of like listening to the music, but it's in, a, you know, consuming a different way of content. So I really like that quote, and I think that also applies to a podcast listening. Very interesting. I didn't think about that, Pam. The idea that when you're listening, you need to be silent. And that's also something we hear from people who talk about, teach us about networking and about social listening is you need to basically shut up and listen. <laughs> you need to stop. Stop thinking yep. ahead. Stop talking. Stop expressing and just take it in. You're right. He is right. Silent when you listen makes the listening more effective and you're able to absorb what you're hearing, not just listening, but hearing. I think that's brilliant. Pam, just give me a clue. We, we talked about a lot of this topic a couple of weeks ago in February on part one. Where are we going? Anything new we're going to be discussing? I just want to give our audience an idea of what new you're going to be talking about today. Just give me a quick uh, sentence or two. Yeah, another thing that I would like to share with everybody is possibly what is the future of the podcast and the how there's a you know chance that the podcast, which is the audio function of it, can be integrated with the AR and the VR, which is um, the uh, the the virtual reality part of the um, technology. And I want to actually share with everybody a little bit of that what the future will look like. Good. Very exciting. Thank you. I I knew we'd have a new direction with this. Thank you very much. This is Reality Radio. And by the way, Pam, years and years ago, who would have thought we'd Mm -hmm. be able to do something called radio where you and Ginger and Kenneth and Jeff are all in different places as I am. We can't see each other. We can hear each other. It's happening over the World Wide Web. There are no wires connecting us. And who would have thought that radio would morph into an audio medium that could be heard around the world without you having to be in any particular place? So I'm, I'm very happy to hear. We're, I think we're already partly in the future of audio. 
Pam, thank you for joining me again. And now let's move around the table to Kenneth Kinney at the AI Media Group. And Kenneth has sent a quote from Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's original name was Lee Jun Fan. 1940 to 1973 clearly left us way too soon. He was a Hong Kong American actor, director, martial artist, martial arts instructor, and philosopher. I thought that was interesting. Considered one of the most influential martial artists and a 20th century pop culture icon. He's often credited with helping to change how Asians were presented in American films. And those of you who don't remember him from the movies, um, let's see, he's noted for his roles in five feature-length films, Low Ways the Big Boss in 1971, Fist of Fury in 72, Golden Harvest Way of the Dragon in 72, directed and written by him, Golden Harvest and Warner Brothers Enter the Dragon in 73, he was busy in the 70s, and The Game of (laughs) Death, both directed by Robert Klaus. So Kenneth Kinney sent us the following quote from Bruce Lee. The successful warrior is the average man with laser-like focus. Kenneth Kinney, how have you been? I've been well. I've been well. I appreciate it. So, you know, for me, a lot of what this quote means is I'm also a martial artist. So, you know, anything, Bruce Lee is the the modern-day, you know, Confucius, if you will, who's very often quoted with a lot of his sayings as a philosopher, but it also reminded me when I was thinking about this and where we're going also with audio content is it helps keep a laser-like focus on your customer. Not that Bruce Lee was ever thinking about that, and this was pre-social media, but he would have been someone who would have been focused on that kind of, of effort. So it's you know really, I think for all of us as marketers, extremely important as we build out audio and all the things that can go into podcasting as well. I host a podcast is really to stay focused on our customer. That's something that comes up comes up very often for me. I'm I'm somebody that learned very early for Pam's point that uh, God gave me two ears and one set of lips and I use them in that order. So it helps me listen to the voice of the customer. Very, very interesting. Tell me something about this laser-like focus. Um, Kenneth, when you talk about laser, well, Bruce Lee's words, laser-like focus, do you think it takes a focus to be successful in audio, in digital marketing today? What's your thought? How much of a laser does it take a, a purpose? Does it take a specific business plan? Does it take a, a, an entire list of we're going to start here, we're going to go there, we're going to grow it, and this is our target audience? Just like running a whole business. Is that the laser-like focus you're thinking of? A hundred percent. I mean, it's very easy, like any medium or any channel, you can give too many different messages, um, you know, to your customer. But keeping that laser-like focus on them and helping them solve their problems is what we should be listening to and giving that kind of content all the time. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And now let's, we have a lot more to hear from Kenneth Kinney. Let's move around to Ginger Shimp at SAP. And Ginger has sent us a wonderful quote from Arthur Ashe. Also left us too soon, 1943 to 1993, American professional tennis player. He won three grand slams. He also broke down a lot of barriers, as Bruce Lee did. Arthur Ashe was the first black player selected to the U.S. Davis Cup team, the only black man ever to win the singles title at Wimbledon, the U.S. Open and the Australian Open. He retired in 1980, and some ranked him as world number one. Uh, tennis Magazine did that world tennis, and he peaked at number two in 1976. He was posthumously awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Bill Clinton in June of 1993. Here's the quote. Interesting. Start where you are. Use what you have. Do what you can. Ginger Shimp, welcome back. How are you? I am doing well, Bonnie. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining me again. I know you're busy and love to have you on radio. So, Ginger, talk to me about this quote. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. How does this apply to our discussion of sound and audio marketing? And life in general. Isn't that a wonderful quote? Yeah, Beautiful. I think... Um, where where I get my hands, I have two quotes, and that's one of them that I just keep perpetually on my bulletin board. And it reminds me that uh, you don't have to jump in and, um, you know, have the finished product and, and, and uh, you know, wait until everything is absolutely perfect. That you can make a difference by starting incrementally and building your path forward and learning as you go. Uh, I'm not recommending at all that you jump in blindly, but, um, you know, to the point that Kenneth was just making about being laser focused, you know, as long as you know where your path forward is or where you think it is, where you're directionally accurate, right, you can figure out what can I do now, right, and then build and, and start that cascade. And, um, you know, this it, it's uh, odd that we haven't spoken in five weeks, and yet I can relate back to exactly what Pam had also brought up, and that is that, you know, if you stop and you listen, and then you apply your focus, and then you start moving forward, right, you can get moving pretty darn fast with audio. That's the beauty of it in, in uh, adding that to your marketing um, quiver, if you will. You know, make sure that uh, you have a couple of good um, strategies there. And so what I hope to bring forth in uh, conversation this time around um, really is how do you build your path forward and, and how do you make sure that you are aligning your audio Uh, to your audience, but also with your other marketing tactics. Thank you, Ginger. I have a question for you. Uh, (laughs) Very interesting that today we talk on on many of the shows where we focus on marketing. We talk about video, personalized video, customized video. You can sit down in front of a camera. As one of my guests said recently, everybody's got a smartphone with a camera, a tablet with a camera, 4K, everything's sharp and clear. Sit down, say something, record yourself 60 seconds. Uh, and, And then we get into the question of production values, which matter to a lot of us and to the audience, people out out there, whether it's an individual customer, whether it's a group, whatever you're sharing, they want some level of quality. They don't want messiness and sloppiness, unless it's a cat video on YouTube. I don't know. But anyway, I digress. (laughs) Those are fun. But the point is that when it comes to audio, and I'm going back to your quote from Arthur Ashe, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Let's just take that one step deeper just a little bit right now, Ginger. If somebody sits down and says, okay, I've got my phone. Okay, I've got this memo voice recorder thing. I'm just going to record a message and I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to send it to a prospect. I'm going to send it to a bunch of colleagues. I'm going to use it on a, a question and answer site like Quora. And they don't pay any attention to Let's just call it the production values. Are they hurting themselves or are they getting out there as authentic? What's your thought on that, Ginger? Again, I think it's the strategy that comes into play, right? So they're just like um, there's room in your marketing um, portfolio to have the beautifully produced video. And in our case, it would be all tied up with the SAP gold bow, right? There's also room for the man on the street video. Well, ditto with audio, you know, so if you're just going to sit down and create something that's not well thought out and that is uh, of poor quality and then send it to the C-suite, don't be really surprised if it doesn't quite help you get where you want to go. 
Mm-hmm. Right? So, again, it, it comes back to what are you trying to do with the audio? And I don't think that there's ever going to be an excuse for poor quality. I, you know, it doesn't mean that it has to be expensive and that you have to have three sound engineers and a recording booth and a soundproof room, but it does Thank mean you. that you have to be able to produce quality. What you say is as important as how you get it across. And I think we talked about this last time where a lot of mm-hmm. people feel about their voice the way they feel about camera, right? Oh, yes. take a picture of me. Yes. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter the quality of your voice. It matters the quality of your message. Thank you very much for clarifying. Great, great advice to our audience, Ginger. We're going to hear a lot more from you, and he's waiting so patiently. Okay. J- Jeff Janiszewski at SAP, and Jeff has sent us a quote from Walt Disney. It's so perfect, Jeff. You know, we don't get together. I'm telling the audience, we don't get together around a table and say, <laughs> no, right. okay, Pam, and okay, Kenneth, and okay, Jeff, and you pick four quotes, and they should all have a little bit of overlap, and they should all be related, and Bonnie should be able to find the thread and bring it around. Well, we don't do that. My panelists just select an inspirational quote, tell me who it's from, I do the background research, and then we get on the air, and I'm looking at my notes, and I'm saying, wow, these all work together so beautifully. So Jeff has sent us a, a, I don't know if this quote is famous, but the originator is Walter Elias Disney, known to the masses as Walt Disney, 1901 to 1966. He started drawing as a kid and got a job as a commercial illustrator at 18, moved to California, set up Disney Brothers Studio with his brother Roy. He developed the character of Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, Mickey No, I'm not going to do that. 19, but I just did. 1928. Uh, he also provided, I don't know if people know this, he was the voice of Mickey Mouse in the early years. And then he, he was such an innovator. He might have been the, the Steve Jobs of his time. He introduced synchronized sound and full colors, three strip Technicolor. Can't even say that. Feature length cartoons, technical developments in cameras. And the results were seen in his major movies Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. 19 37, Pinocchio in 40, Fantasia in 40, Dumbo, I remember that, The Flying Elephant, 1941, Bambi, 42, and so many movies. And then he got into animation and live action films after World War II, etc., etc. And then he got into theme parks, amusement parks, Disneyland, Disney World, Epcot. And interestingly enough, he was very shy and self-deprecating and insecure in private but he was warm and outgoing in public. Let's just leave it at that. A lot of controversy about Mr. Disney. Here's the quote. The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Jeff Janiszewski, welcome back. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me, Bonnie. Delighted. Talk to me about this quote. Uh, you know, I just it's something that I've always kind of believed in. I feel that, um, you know, you can, you can talk to, you know, Ginger's point is kind of getting an idea and frame of reference, but I really do believe um, you learn a lot from, from doing and from failure and succeeding. Um, you know, to Ginger's earlier points, you know, you can go out and you can produce video, um, see, you know, how, how it um, resonates uh, with your audience, and then go back and, and make tweets. But um, or tweaks, excuse me. But um, until you try it, you don't know what's going to um, what's going to really uh, resonate. So I think it's it's something to to not be afraid to go out and experiment. Very interesting. And do you, do you agree with Ginger about the quality of the message as well as some production values that the message is just as important should be as well thought out and strategized before you start talking? Yeah, I mean, I think you need to have an idea of, you know, the direction you want to go, but until you really kind of, you know, interact with the audience and have them interact with, you know, your thoughts and content, 
um, I don't think you have a real clear idea. And I think that, you know, starting with a baseline to, to Ginger's point is absolutely valuable. Um, but then as you continue to um, move forward, you can make adjustments um, because if you don't try and get out there, then you're just going to analyze it to death and, and never produce anything. Thank you very much. Very interesting. I'm going to read the four quotes as a, as a set right now. Let's see how beautifully they work. Pam quoted Alfred Brendel. The word listen contains the same letters as the word silent. Kenneth Kinney quoted Bruce Lee. The successful warrior, warrior is a great word for being on the cutting edge, is the average man with laser-like focus. We could change that to laser man and woman. Ginger Shimp quoted Arthur Ashe. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And Jeff Janiszewski quoted Walt Disney. The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. That was just lovely to the four of you. Thank you. Now let's briefly go around the table. We're going to keep this really short today because we have a lot to talk about in the round table. So I'm just going to ask you three very quick questions. Number one, where are you calling from? Number two, your favorite drink. And number three, update us if there's any change in what you do. So Pam Didner, you're up first. Give us the compressed version, please. Go ahead, Pam. Oh, I'm calling from Portland, Oregon. It's actually sunny today. It's not rainy, <laughs> which is fantastic. And, but you're right. The first day of spring, right? And mm-hmm. uh, what's in my cup today? Uh, last time I shared a um, uh, type of tea called Paris from Harney and Sons. Mm-hmm. And this time, um, it's actually uh, orange spice, if you will. So if you like sweet spicy cinnamon and orange and it needs to be decaffeinated all at the same time so i actually have something for you to try good earth sweet and spice uh orange cinnamon it's fantastic so give it a shot i love it that's what i'm having today thank you and give us an update on what you've been doing in the past five weeks any new books uh anything special in your travels uh, yeah, I just uh, finished. Last time when we talked, I, w- I did a brand new workshop called uh, How to Leverage um, Existing Marketing Elements to Enable Sales. And I did uh, the three and a half hour workshop actually at the B2B Marketing Exchange. And uh, I will be in Istanbul actually in May and um, speaking at uh, one of the universities over there. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, while I'm actually in that side of the world, I'm decide- I decided I want to go to Morocco. So that's on my bucket list. So I want to check that off at the same time. Wow. Very, very exciting. That's a good strategy. I like that. Thank you, Pam. Kenneth Kinney, same thing. Where are you? What do you love to drink? If there's anything new. And what have you been up to at AI Media Group? I am calling from the Memphis airport on the way to Detroit to speak at a conference tomorrow. So it is uh, who wants to, who, what better place to be in March than cold Detroit. So I'm uh, <laughs> heading up that way. So I've spoken at a few, few conferences recently and, and speaking at a few more over the next few weeks. I've probably produced about, about a dozen or so podcasts of my own um, that I do independent of, of our work, really focused on marketing, including my 100th show with the fame man, Hanley. So been been uh, keeping pretty busy. And Congratulations! I'm drinking. Yes, you, I am drinking a, a sparkling Dr Pepper, which is of the 2019 uh, 2019 breed. So it is uh, busy yet never precocious, and uh, a lovely, <laughs> a lovely. Uh, I'm using a lovely decanter for it with a straw. 
I I can't believe. I think the Dr. Pepper people need to leverage what you just said. Sparkling, <laughs> sparkling. Uh, what did you say? Lovely uh, decanter. Um, just uh, yes, <laughs> that that was actually a, a beautiful pitch there, Kenneth. Thank you so much. Enjoy your Dr. You're welcome. Pepper. That was that was gorgeous. I think you said precocious. I don't know if you didn't. It was. It just fits yeah, in there busy. beautifully. It's a, it's a busy yet never precocious. Okay. Vintage so from a local vineyard. <laughs> Love it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, Ginger, we're around the table to you. And where are you? What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop. And yeah, tell us I a little update a on what you're doing. That, so. You can't. Just just take a deep <laughs> okay. breath and talk. Um, <laughs> I am in my hometown. Oh, it's called Happy Valley, Pennsylvania. Uh, so it's Penn State Main Campus, uh, State College. Pennsylvania, and um, uh, since we last spoke, I have been busy uh, re- reformulating and recasting my marketing plan um, uh, over and over and over again, so I am probably in the same boat as many of the uh, listeners right now, and we're trying to figure out uh, all of our tactics, including audio. And uh, favorite drink, you caught me unprepared, but I can tell you what I'm drinking this morning. I, I actually was out for a bit, and I drove through Starbucks for a purple drink. So it's um, passion iced tea with um, sugar-free vanilla syrup, some blackberries, which gives it the color, and um, soy milk. And I'm drinking oh, ice tea. Oh, my. Nice. It, 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 it's spring to me, so I had to go for it. Really? I'm looking it's here, uh, Starbucks, there's something called Starbucks Pink Purple Drink. To order a pink purple drink, ask for a one-part pink drink, which is strawberry acai, I think they call it, refresher with coconut milk, one-part purple drink, passion iced tea with soy, vanilla syrup, and blackberries. Is that the one, Ginger? That's the one, and uh, I do the sugar-free vanilla to, you know, take out some of the extra sugar, but yeah. Very nice. And uh, anything wow. new with you? Uh, you're working on your strategy. Anything? Anything with sound? Anything you want to share with us about? We're talking about audio today. Absolutely. So we are. Um, you know, part of what we're doing with sound is we have two of our executives are working on different podcast series and. So I actually got a lot of additional uh, learning there, and I know I'm on the phone now with three people who have podcast series, but um, from someone who was just starting up, um, yeah, there's actually something that I want to share, but I don't want to take too much time now, so we can come back to it, but, but it's the whole how, does, uh, how do all of your tactics fit together that I've been working on as I recast my plan over and over again, because I'm sure most people mm-hmm. have heard... Uh, in the tech world, at least, that uh, SAP has kind of gone through a little bit of a restructuring. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have. Yes, we have. Thank you very much. Not on the show. Okay. And now let's move around the table to Jeff Janiszewski. Jeff, I'm doing my level best to keep pronouncing your name right, and I think I've nailed it finally. So thank you, You've got it Jeff. Thank you. F- little phonetical spelling with dashes and dots and accent goo on the certain everything just works beautifully. It's seared in my brain. Jeff, where are you? What do you love to drink? And what's new with you? I'm in beautiful uh, Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Uh, and I have, in honor of moving from winter to spring today, I've got... Um, a Irish coffee from Buena Vista in San Francisco, and um, it just reminds me of the uh, the quote: "The coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco." So I figured that was kind of <laughs> fitting the fact that we're moving from uh, from winter to spring. 
Absolutely. And drink, drink, drink. Uh, it's the, uh, the Irish coffee, the Buena Vista Irish coffee today. What, what is Buena Vista? Is that, that the place? Is that the place where they make it? Is that a design? Where they make it San Francisco. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Buena nice Vista. little bar right in, uh, right in San Francisco, right on the water. That's the originator of the Irish coffee. Anybody who doesn't know, the Buena Vista Cafe's Irish coffee recipe is online at popsugar.com slash food slash buena-vista-coffee-irish-cafe-irish-coffee-recipe-769-5717. So everybody, I'm sure, jotted that down. And they were actually, uh, speaking of sound and video, Buena Vista Cafe has a YouTube video they posted, Jeff, back in 2007. Buena Vista Cafe, How to Make Irish Coffee. Did you know that? And there's another one in 2010, The Perfect Irish Coffee at Buena Vista Cafe, San Francisco, and another one from 2013. And they actually show it being made. So, oh my, this is very interesting. Yeah, I've, Thank I've, you. I've witnessed it in person many a times. It's a very nice, uh, very nice drink to warm me up while you're walking around those, those summer days in San Francisco. There you go. Well, I'm here in Durham, North Carolina, and no, I don't have a southern accent yet, and I think it was 34 degrees when I woke up. <laughs> uh, my, my neighbor just spent a, a beaucoup bucks, let's put that politely, to have her garden completely redone. Just take out all the clay, all the plants, all the shrubs, have everything redone, front, back, side yards, and I'm wondering how these plants are going to survive because we're down at freezing overnight a couple of days this week mm. so far. But good news, my camellia plant, the shrub that was planted by my landscaper a year ago, finally bloomed. The buds were there for six weeks of bitter cold Aww. weather, and they finally bloomed. So some days were up to 75, 80 degrees, and then the next day we're down to 24 or 27. I don't know. I still keep a fur coat in the closet. Yes, it's faux fur. Don't worry, everyone. I'm Bonnie D. Graham, and they don't let me have caffeine on radio show days, and you all know why. Happy to be back here on Coffee break radio number 362 and by the way we have 42 themed series under the sap game changers banner we had a million and a quarter listeners all over the world last year we're so happy that you like our format you like our authentic conversations with real people like my wonderful panelists today pam didner kenneth kinney ginger shimp and Jeff Janizuski. So we're going to take a quick break. The pause that refreshes 90 seconds. Don't go too far away because I promise we're coming back. We're talking today about here, H-E-A-R-N now, audio content in digital marketing. What's the future of podcasting? You don't want to miss this. Aaron out. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The time for enterprise mobility is now, according to IDC. By 2013, over 1.19 billion workers worldwide will be using mobile technology, comprising 34.9% of the workforce. The impact of mobility on business is clear. Increasing numbers of business users are expected to handle critical tasks and decision-making in real time, no matter where they are. SAP and Sybase and SAP Company offer mobile applications and underlying infrastructure with integration to SAP systems for secure access to business processes anytime anywhere and on any device www.sap.com
You're enjoying Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. You can send an email to bonnie.d.gram at sap.com. And you're invited to tweet your questions and comments during and after the show at Twitter, hashtag SAPRADIO. Now, let's get back to Coffee Break with Game Changers. Here we go. We're back and talking about here and now, H-E-A-R. Yes, I'm being very specific. Audio content sound. Can you hear me? It's been in the lottery promotions for years. We're here with Pam Didner, Kenneth Kinney, Ginger Shimp, and Jeff Janiszewski. And we're going to start the roundtable, the formal roundtable, with Pam Didner. And Pam told me the following before the show. We are going to be future-focused here. She says, audio and the future of VSEO, that's Voice Search Engine Optimization, visualize that the impact keyword search on audio and paid keyword buy on audio. Pam, you have to break this, unpack this for me and tell me what we're talking about here. Go ahead. Yeah, very good. So um, if you think about the audios, uh, I'm sorry, that started with text, right? And you think about mm-hmm. text's impact on the, on the search. And uh, before the audio really takes off and uh, when we are looking for something, we, we type in the text to search for a certain type of content. And now with uh, surgeons, insurgents actually of the audios, now people talk using series and using voice recognition and to search for different type of content. So obviously moving forward, the audio has a huge impact in terms of voice search. So for the tech search, we have SEO, which is search engine optimization, and also search engine marketing, which is the pay search. Imagine the same thing that will also apply to the audio. Maybe we will have something called VSEO, right? The, the voice uh, search engine optimization and the VSEM, which is voice search engine marketing. And this is probably mm. will come to play in terms of that in order to rank on the top or actually have a series to recommend your brands or your content that you actually have to optimize your audio strategy or you have to buy it, just like search engine marketing. So that creates a huge challenge uh, for marketers like Ginger. For example, there will be more channels for brands, uh, for marketers to actually purchase. Marketing, from my perspective, is getting more expensive and not cheaper. So that's actually my thoughts or my two cents in terms of Mm. how that will impact the future of voice. Interesting. Interesting. Thank you. Let's go around the table. Kenneth Shark, there's your middle name, Kenneth Shark Kinney at AI Media Group. Thoughts on something very provocative from Pan Didner? What do you think? No, I, I agree with her. I think you'll start to see a lot more of the transcription being done without, you know, as us mm-hmm. as podcasters, we have to get our our transcriptions done by different services. There are a ton of them out there that can transcribe that out, put it out in SEO. But the capabilities that that can be transcribed by some sort of natural language processor uh, will really help yep. elevate that. But I think that will also help gear a lot of the the content to where it's more focused on helping people solve problems as well, which you've got a very mm-hmm. captive audience if they're wearing, you know, two headphones, one on each ear. And I think we're, that's really where we're going to end up going with a lot of the podcasting and where a lot of the players will shake out. I think some of the podcasters, you'll see a ton of people come and go. You see that today as well. But the ones that you sustainably see all the time helping people learn, educate, solve problems, and that persist in the podcast market, if you will, will really make a long-term difference. 
Thank you. Let's get Ginger in on this. Ginger, thoughts about VSEO. What do you think? Yeah, you know what? I thought, I think that this is something that really belongs in the strategy end of, of what we're um, trying to do as marketers. And I think that Pam is spot on that, um, uh, and Pam, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so so forgive me if I'm misinterpreting, but I do believe that a lot of people get into audio thinking uh, that there's zero cost, and they're so wrong. There are costs involved, and uh, yep, you know, I that's agree. part of the strategy of what you're thinking about. But you also have to be careful with your terms, and you have to be careful with, um, you know, how you are crafting your message, because as we can do uh, VSEO, uh, it will uh, it just, you know, it, it can hurt your marketing, but it actually has the ability to help and enhance and, and make it more powerful. So... To me, I think it's a wonderful concept that that is worthy of of a lot of thought and consideration when you're putting together your marketing plans, and then mm-hmm. you know, keep on measuring and tracking and um, fine tuning as you go forward. Kind of the theme for me right now, since I've been having to retrench my whole marketing. Thank you very yeah. much, Ginger. Let's see what Jeff has to say. Yeah, I mean, just like you know, in the digital digital age, I mean, I think we have to remember that everything is is permanent, and you know, making sure that you're, you're tagging your your content uh, in a way that um, you know is searchable, and it kind of brings up things for people to that are looking for your content. Um, you need to make sure that you're you know tying your message to your uh, search words. So it's. Um, you know, it's something always to, to consider, and the fact that, like I said, everything's permanent. It's nothing we can't throw it in a shredder. It's always going to be be out there. So you want to make sure you're putting your best foot forward. Thank you very much. I'm moving around the table to Kenneth Shark Kinney, looking at your notes here. And Kenneth, I just want to bring in a, a statement here, some statistics. I know our audience always loves some numbers. You say nearly 68 million Americans listen to podcasts on a monthly basis. That's nearly one in four people across the U.S. But let's move on from there. Let's talk about voice search. You say voice search is driving calls to business. Interactions by voice are being transcribed by companies like Invoca and Marchex or Markex, and then optimizing campaigns on ad networks like Google, Bing, and Facebook. Can you unpack this for me, please, Kenneth? Yeah, of course. So I think a lot of the, the content strategies, to borrow on something Ginger said earlier, too, is that you're also going to, to see a lot more in search where people take an omni-channel approach and not just look at a podcast, for example, as, as something independent of other advertising and other content that people produce. One of the things that people people really need to focus on, especially even with their podcasts, is not just the volume of podcasts that you can put out or, or, you know, the quantity that anybody could put out. It's really the quality and how, you know, what are you trying to help your audience do? Is it solve some sort of problem? And how that can be really, you know, when you've got people listening, you know, nearly a quarter of the population in the country or, or well, more than that, but um, it's an opportunity to help marry all of your campaigns and keep a consistent message and really then expand upon it in a more intimate fashion. Very interesting. Talk to me about the transcription. What does this mean? Being transcribed by companies like Invoca and others. What what does this mean? The the voice is being put into written form and passed along or used for research or how is it being Absolutely. used? Absolutely. 
So you've got a lot of companies, especially like Invoke and MarchX and a lot of different ones who, you know, as people are calling into a call center, for example, or you're getting it from a podcast, they're, they're, they're leveraging different technologies to transcribe those and then optimize advertising campaigns. So if you look at something that a campaign you might have on Google or Bing or a social channel like Facebook or, or any of those, you're going to want to optimize your ads to what's performing. And so when you listen to the customer and you do that you know, as to what somebody's saying when they call in, for example, into a call center, you can take those transcriptions, optimize based upon what they're saying is their problem or what converted for them with specifically with an ad. And that is really what's going to trigger a better optimized ad and better performance in your campaigns. Mm, interesting. Method to the madness or vice versa. Ginger, join us. Thoughts on what Kenneth just shared, please. So first of all, I love, Kenneth, how you said uh, the volume of content you put out there. So I, I didn't, didn't want to let that get past us because I love the double play on words. Um, you know, I think that you're spot on when you think about um, audio and, and the transcription services because, uh, you, and, and I've had conversations, I think, with each of you about how people talk about, you know, here's your marketing strategy or your, I'm sorry, here's your digital strategy or here's your event strategy. Folks, it's an integrated strategy and, and you can't separate them. And uh, one of the ways that we have integrated um, our audio strategy is we take um, either conversations that we record with our subject matter experts or we'll take a podcast such as this one and we'll order a transcription and then we have this team of uh, a small exclusive team of brilliant ghost writers uh, but this is gold for them because they can take our actual words and then they can help us produce additional content based on that same um, uh, uh, topic on the exact words. They're not uh, usurping a- additional time. We- I'm sorry, they're not using additional time with our subject matter experts, um, you know, but they have access to their thoughts right there uh, in the printed board. They don't have to keep backing up. And what's brilliant then is, say we produce a blog, our ghostwriters well, ghost will produce a blog based on that content. What we do then is we actually stream some of the quotes into the blog. So our blogs are multimedia, and you can actually hear the passion of somebody's voice um, when they're talking about something that's mm-hmm. in, in their blog. You get, you get to hear them talking as well as read their words. So uh, I love the transcription part of it because it can be used for training. It can be used uh, just to integrate your audio into the rest of your um, uh, marketing strategy, um, you know, just so, so many ways that, that you can uh, ultimately spit it out, whether it's social content, um, prepping for uh, a speech, etc. Thank you, Ginger. Great addition to the topic. Let's move around to Jeff Janizowski. Join us. Jeff, thoughts, please. Yeah, I mean, I think that everybody um, might think that they're, you know, the challenge that they're facing uh, at work and how they kind of search is unique. But really, I mean, I think a lot of it is, um, you know, just kind of how people kind of put their thoughts down in, into a search engine and being able to, um, you know, capture as many different areas and personalize the content to those folks um, is, is extremely important. And with everybody kind of consuming things differently, you have to make sure that you're, um, you know, providing the information, the answers to their questions in, you know, multiple different ways so people can um, consume that. So being able to look at, um, you know, 
chat logs or voice logs and things is really kind of uh, an important way of understanding your customer and um, you know how they're thinking and how they're going about um, solving the challenges in front of them. Thank you very much. Let's move around to Pam. Pam, join us. Thoughts about transcription and voice interaction? Yeah. Um, frankly, um, I like um, Kenneth and also uh, Ginger's examples. In fact, uh, I, I kind of want to share with everybody in terms of what Ginger did uh, with SAP in terms of some of the, the, uh, the audio podcasts that she did actually with... Um, um, What's the name of the the podcast that you did? I cannot remember. Oh, uh, Smack Talk, uh, which oh, is Smack Talk, um, yeah. talking about social, mobile, uh, analytic, and cloud uh, technology podcast that was hosted by um, Dan and Brian and uh, a sponsor by SAP. And the one thing that uh, the um, uh, Ginger was doing is taking the transcription content and then uh, morph that into uh, blog post format and Twitter feeds and the presentations, and then use that content, uh, create a very solid promotional uh, strategy and uh, to promote the podcast. And I thought that was great. In fact, I used that as a case study for my second book, which is Effective Sales Enablement. And I was want to say thank you publicly for Ginger to <laughs> contribute that her insight and learning from that integrated marketing plan. So, um, Very yeah. nice. So repurposing mm-hmm. the content uh, from your podcast and use that to promote um, as a promotional tactic, it's, I think that's the right things to do. And, you know, uh, that's what we do here with Game Changers Radio. We have something called the Express Version, where we take the transcript. We have a transcription service, and we take the transcript and highlight about 1,200 words. And then I, the mm-hmm. engineer, Aaron, pulls the audio, sends it to me in what we call yep. a clips reel, end-to-end. And then I put on my headset and shut out all exterior noises, and I listen to it, and I form that into four four-and-a-half-minute podcast with the opening wow. of the show, with the closing, exactly. with the in- introduction of the guests, and then just little snippets of what they said during the the conversation. And that goes on our digitalist channel here uh, on voiceamerica.com. And we're getting a lot of listeners every month to this. This We call it Express because I think of it, Pam, as, as a, an espresso coffee, you know, something short and very yeah. impactful. And that's how we named it. So thank you for that. I think we need to go around to who, who is next. Um Kenneth, uh, you started this one, so I'm going to move on to Ginger. And Ginger, let's see, we have a little bit of time left. Ginger, I picked up something in your notes here that I know you want to talk about. We won't talk about smart speakers. You say 18% of Americans own a smart speaker. That's almost 60 million. 71% are listening to more audio since getting a smart speaker. And then let me take it one step further. You say, with the confluence of smart speakers and voice-enabled apps and the advent of autonomous Mm -hmm. vehicles and connected cars, brands have the potential to yield meaningful and engaging marketing opportunities in the near future. Ginger, we don't have a lot of time. I can give you about 90 seconds, but why don't you unpack this for us, and then we're going to start our formal predictions round. So go ahead, Ginger. Uh, absolutely. So I think what we're seeing with um, the smart speak, uh, excuse me, with smart, smart speakers. You can say uh, it. <laughs> with, with the fact that you can take voice wherever you go it's really intimate. In fact, I, I was listening to a podcast, uh, Ponta- podcast p- pontifications, uh, a guy named Evo Terra, 
um, and, and he laid this out beautifully, that with almost everything else, um, you can do it as a group, but for the most part, and, and I think uh, Jeff has hit on this, we've all hit on this, for the most part, audio is very, very intimate. So you can tune your message to a very finite audience, but even if you have a broader message, most people have a headset on, right, or they're in mm-hmm. their car by themselves, yep. or maybe they're cooking dinner and their smart speaker is on. And it's a one-to-one sort of conversation. And I think, you know, really it helps us to move away from the third person in our, in, in our audio and go right to second person and talk about you because you're going right into their head, right through their ears, uh, whether they're um, listening to advertising or they're listening to uh, podcasts or ebooks or you know whatever they're listening to, you start uh, refining and and um, tuning it to them through all of your analysis, and the conversation gets even more intimate because you're picking up on what's important to them and you're responding to that piece of it. There you go. Thank you very much, Ginger. And we're going to have to move right back to Pam. You know what, Pam? I'm going to keep going around the table so we make sure everybody gets in the same order. So, uh, Jeff, I'm going to ask you to do the opening of the Crystal Ball Predictions Round. I have just barely 60 seconds each. So, Jeff Janiszewski, predict what's going to happen to audio, podcasts, everything with sound in terms of marketing in, let's say, between now and 2025. Jeff, 60 seconds, go. Um, I think you're going to see it take over um, print content. I think, you know, less people are going to um, be reading PDFs, reading sites, and do a lot more listening and watching of videos. Thank you very much. Let's move around to, that was Jeff, so now let's move to Pam. Pam, crystal ball, 60 seconds, please go. Yeah, um, when I'm thinking about the future of the podcast, and uh, Ginger, you mentioned about the smart speakers and smart headset. What if we replace that with a smart goggle, which is the podcast uh, being integrated with, uh, say, a virtual reality? And you wear the goggle. Um, you can actually see Bonnie. You can see Jeff. You can see uh, Kenneth. You can see uh, Ginger. And all of a sudden, it's another format of TV, but um, mm-hmm. with more uh, audio-centric so this may be uh, uncharted territory, and it will require us not to be silent, if you think about it, because we might interact with the podcast real time. So that might be a next generation of audio. You never know where the technology will take us. Very interesting. And that's for the laser-focused person who is able to listen and be silent at the same time. I'm trying to pull some of those quotes in. Let's go to, let's see who's next. Uh, we have Kenneth Kinney. Go ahead, Kenneth. Predict. Well, uh, I've got a couple of predictions. First, I think at some point I will do my own podcast, A Shark's Perspective, in the water <laughs> on a scuba dive. That's, that's a goal of mine. Uh, but I think, to, to the earlier points, you'll see a lot more quality content come out where, where brands especially are going to be able to integrate that fully across in all of their messaging and their campaigns. I think for a lot of people, it's still sort of a new, if you will, bright, shiny object, and people are start fe- starting to really feel it out. But when they start integrating it into a lot of their other messaging and, and their channel delivery, it can be one of the most successful if they can figure out ways to track it as well and, and then optimize that. So that's, that's one prediction. I think uh, also that 
that podcasting will help a lot of individuals really emerge as thought leaders. And Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that can can pull that together, but it is one of the absolute best ways that I've found to, to, to show my own thought leadership, to have people like Pam and Ginger that have been on the show, for you to have such an amazing show with so many guests. It's, it's ways for really for your own personal content to stand out at a much more higher level, at a much better quality, and, and really show your thought leadership in any space that you're in if you do it correctly. Thank you. Very, very interesting. Ginger, you get the last word. 60 seconds. That's all we have. Go ahead. Wow. Um, So I think that podcasting is going to be, and audio in general, is going to become even more crowded, which will force people to do one of two things. One, or maybe two things together. One, um, really do that laser focusing so that they're speaking directly to the people whom they're trying to reach, uh, listening to them, spitting back, you know, doing more of the analysis so that uh, the messages become more and more fine-tuned. And I think that it will also force people to do more experimenting. Um, Maybe it's going to be more audio dramas where brands like GE and uh, our own brand um, put out a story to reach people in a different way, mm-hmm. or maybe they will um, come up with something new that we haven't thought of, but I think it will force innovation because the market's just getting more and more crowded. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, looking for the way to stand out above the crowd. Thank you very much. That's mm-hmm. what we want to do. So I want to thank my four experts on this topic. It's been a real pleasure speaking with the four of you. And it's time for my call to action. we got to close out this party. So thank you to Aaron Keller, our engineer extraordinaire at World Talk Radio, the business channel. And here we go. Fasten your seatbelt. What are you waiting for? Be silent and listen. You will learn a lot. Go out and be a game changer today, just like Pam Didner consultant and author, just like Kenneth Kinney at, let's see where you are, Kenneth. We've got Kenneth at AI Media Group, just like Ginger Shimp at SAP, and just like Jeff Janiszewski at SAP. Bonnie D. Graham signing off. Have a great rest of your week. Be a game changer. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. To keep the Coffee Break conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to Twitter, hashtag pound sign S-A-P-R-A-D-I-O. Please join your host, Bonnie D. Graham, again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.